0: He was so so nice that I just kept being like you are a fraud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like also- <laughs> there is no
0: chance you are real. <laughs> Dear Michelle-
2: welcome back to dear shandy listeners hello andy hello how are you today i am
1: good i'm excited about our guests
2: we have very exciting guests today i'm a little nervous about today's guests actually because they're such a big deal
1: these guys are no joke
2: they're no joke yeah i feel like we're like teach us the ways yes we're the grasshoppers here we are
1: (laughs) we just have a little town with with huts they have an empire (laughs) yeah yeah
2: (laughs) yeah it's like it's got um, like a moat around yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah it's like
1: game of thrones we're on like the outside of the fence yeah we're
2: in the poor village outside yes. of
1: town <laughs> but we have a
2: nice life too okay <laughs> i swear i'm going to introduce you guys so today we are joined by a very happy couple who you most definitely have heard of but first i'm going to intro them read a, a few of their accolades mm. uh sean johnson is a four-time olympic gold and silver medalist no mm. big deal nope. she was the season eight Winner of Dancing with the Stars and a New York Times bestselling author. Oh. Meanwhile, her husband, Andrew East, is a professional football long snapper. And he's going to have many questions for you about that, Andrew. Mm-hmm. And he's the host of the Redirected podcast. And together, they are the couple. Sorry, they are the power couple behind the East Family Empire. From YouTube to Instagram to TikTok, they're the founders of Unicorn Coffee and Teddy and Bear Toy Shop. I don't know how you guys do it all. And they, of course, are the hosts of Couple Things Podcast. You guys, I bow down to you. I admire. I am just wow. I commend you. How do you sleep? Where, when do you sleep?
1: Yes, my, sa- my question as well.
0: I don't think we do. I think we literally <laughs> just got anxiety hearing all of that be listed. We're like, oh, <laughs> I forgot about that company. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Sean and Andrew. We are delighted to have you today.
3: Thanks for having us on, guys. We're excited for this. Yes,
0: very
2: excited. Great. So today, it's pretty much like a double day. We're going to yeah. just chat as two couples and and ask you some questions. I think this is going to be pretty easy for you guys because you are very generous with what you share online about your own relationships. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to keep it from being too redundant with stuff you've already shared. And yeah, we're going to go deep, but also have fun today. Awesome.
3: We don't have any friends, so this is our first double day ever. So thank you for that.
2: Okay. So I know you have shared this. You shared this a while ago actually, and this video has close to half a million views so I feel a little silly asking this question but for anyone who doesn't know the story of how you met let's get the Coles notes version of that and then we're going to ask questions based on that.
3: Mm, I'm going to let you take it. Oh gosh. Okay. Mm.
0: So uh, the briefest summary I guess (laughs) I was working at the 2012 Olympic Games in London and I was at this event that was USA track cycling um, which is like bicycles around the track. It's a that strange was, event. That
3: was one of the worst descriptions I've, <laughs> but, but, I've heard about um, that event.
0: And I <laughs> met a USA athlete and his name was Guy East or his name is still Guy East. <laughs> and we just got to talking and he was a wonderful guy. And he just kept talking about this younger brother of his that I had to meet. He said, I think you guys would be perfect for each other. You have to meet when we go home to the United States, like all these things. So we fly home a couple months later. Um, we basically get set up on a blind date And I blew him off. Essentially, we went on the date and I was like, I'm not interested in this guy. He continued to pursue me for nine months, convincing me to go on another date with him. I finally caved and was like, whatever, I'll do it. And on that date, I fell like I think I fell in love with you. And the rest was history. I moved to Nashville and just like started stalking him like a month (laughs) later. And. Yeah. Now we. Wait have Wait a minute. Two babies. Hold, on, hold okay. on a second. Hold,
3: hold on a second here. Let's back up.
0: And now we, we have two so babies. babies. You know, okay. that it's
3: not a good start when the word "caved" is yeah. uh, is used. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're gonna go back and revise the story. So,
1: you obviously had to pick at the litter at that. You were. You could probably have any guy you want. Are you talking yes. to me or? I'm oh, talking to you. Sean. Yeah, Sean did. Oh, yeah. I know okay, you right. could have any guy you want. We're talking about Sean right now. Gotcha. But but was that something? Part of why you were like, oh, I don't need this guy, or was it really like you just had no connection? Like what I'm not understanding is how do you go from just being like, eh, to we're having babies? How does that happen? (laughs) So I feel
0: like I feel like this is like a therapy session that I need to have at some point. And we talked about it before, but that first date, I had obviously just like been to the Olympics. I had gone to a second Olympics and worked. I had been on Dancing with the Stars, and I was currently at that time living in LA on my second season of Dancing with the Stars. So I had gone on dates, I had met guys, I had been in relationships, and I think I had a really bad, like, trusting issue with people. I just always Mm. thought there was an ulterior motive that someone Mm -hmm. was trying to get within the industry or, like, whatever it was. Mm. And he was unlike any guy I had ever dated before, ever. And I thought it was all an act. So we went on our first date, and he was just, he was like, you're southern gentleman he would like open the doors for me and walk on the sidewalk like next to the street and he like prayed before dinner and he was so so nice that I just kept being like you are a fraud <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, awesome. there is no chance you are
0: real so at the end of the day <laughs> I was right. just like this guy is like the fakest guy I've ever met. There's no chance.
3: Also, not a good start when uh the answer to why did you fall in love with this guy is well, I probably need therapy for this. <laughs> <Yeah. something>. So we're <laughs> I mean <that>, <laughs> for two here. <laughs> yeah. but thank you so much.
0: I'm so <laughs> he was out of a fairy tale. So I was I was definitely interested, but I thought it was all a facade. And we kind of talked on and off for like nine months, not like like dating, talking, but like literally once a month, we would have a phone call or exchange texts. And I finally was like, maybe this guy is actually legit, real. Right.
3: Actually. So let me, let me just jump in here and start with my side of the story. She said we would talk every month. That is not true. I talked to her uh, every week to no response. It's kind of like talking to a a brick wall where there was just, just stonewalled. (laughs) Zero response. (laughs) Uh, Wait, actual
2: like you send a text and she just doesn't reply. I it was actual like I would text.
3: I would send like you know eight texts, zero response. And I'd be like, freaking all right, here we go. That's That's like restraining
1: order level. That's like 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 eight is right on the border. (laughs)
3: Well, no, it wasn't like eight in a day. It was like spaced out. So I was being conscious, right? But
2: yeah, well, I'm anyway. so impressed yeah. by your persistence. Were you having a Thank conversation? You so were no, you, were you having a it's conversation a with art. yourself
1: though? Like, was it like, were you having a conversation mm-hmm. with yourself? Like, oh, I guess you're not going to respond to my text. So I just won't send these texts or, hey, what's going on today? You're not going to respond again, I guess. Or was it, was it like, <laughs> what? how do you send a text without getting a response?
3: So here's, here's the thing. And I don't think I've actually, this This is a good question, Annie. Thank you. Mm, I We met once mm-hmm. and I saw Sean smile. I was like, that's a winner right there. I'm super oh. interested. And then I was like trying to put myself in the shoes of Sean Johnson. And based off my short time with her, the only, the only questions she's ever asked are about gymnastics and dancing with the stars. So, so all of these text messages were random questions. Like we didn't talk about gymnastics or any of that stuff for like, I don't know, a year and a half. It was a, it was a long time before we even like cracked that subject. So it would be like, it would just be questions. And no, I wasn't, I'm not like desperate. So I'm not having a conversation with myself over the text messages. It was just like, Hey, I see a girl who is in this really weird spot of life. Let me see if I could, I don't know, stir it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. I do
0: remember one que- I don't know how I remember this. I remember one question he asked was like, what's your favorite candy bar? That's and a I remember good like
3: question, oh, That is like, a great question. I was like, okay, hey. <laughs> it's a great. It was really philosophical. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Deep You questions. know, that's oh, yeah.
2: actually we almost put that, that on was, the list for your newlywed game <laughs> yeah, question, so favorite that candy Let's get bar. That out of the way I'm here. glad we didn't use it now cuz they definitely <laughs> would have gotten. That's a great question. This is uh, a cute story, but Andrew, I've got to commend you for your persistence because mm-hmm. I actually think that uh, and we talk about this a lot in this podcast, because we are a relationship podcast. But I do feel like we live in a time where men are so risk averse that they don't even put themselves out there at all, let alone are they persistent, and trying to break down someone right. else's walls. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I think there's something to be said for that, especially when it can result in a happy story. Yeah,
3: well, I appreciate that, Charlene. I, uh, if, if you knew the full story of like, you know, I had some plan Bs and Cs working at the same time, then <laughs> really? it, 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 you probably wouldn't be as sentimentally really? like positive or <laughs> optimistic. But it, it turned out, and now we're having babies. So, <laughs>
2: <Yeah. you know. laughs> Yay. Okay, that actually brings me to my next question because this always comes next, which is first impressions, but I'm very curious about your first impressions and how those have changed because it really sounds like, Mm-hmm. This was quite one-sided in the beginning, and and Sean, I'm definitely curious about how how he changed your impression that second time around.
0: I felt like I just had so much baggage. I had been living in LA. I had been like, I, I felt like I had gone through so much life already that he uh, he just seemed very young, even though we were the same age. I was just like, I don't know how this is going to work. We live across the country from each other, so in a certain sense, my first impression was. He was adorable and awesome, but I wasn't even I don't want to say I wasn't even looking, but I just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally flew out to Nashville and we went on a date in Nashville where he lived, he had it was, again, the most adorable, perfect, not. It was like perfect, imperfect day. I don't know how to say that. He had like an entire itinerary written out like every 30 minutes, every hour, but it was written out on a paper towel,
1: amazing. Oh,
0: yes, cute. Um, I was like running the town with him and his best friends. He told me that he was going to take me to a baseball game and we we're going to go do a cookout. And so again, just coming from LA and kind of that world in that industry, I was like, okay, we're going to go sit in like say box seats or whatever, because that's that's what the that's what the industry likes to do. It's like mm-hmm. all money based. Mm-hmm. And instead, he actually took me to the rooftop of a parking garage.
3: It was a six setup. Oh, where all of his best I friends were this. doing
0: a cookout with like, they had brought their own grills and we could see the stadium from the rooftop. Oh, so we watched cute. the baseball wow. game while we cooked out with his friends. And it was just, it was two full days filled with just so much effort that I had never really seen be put out mm. that it was just so endearing. And but was also original,
1: original effort. Yeah. If he could have bought you like a sweet, you know, and yeah. give you like champagne, but yeah. obvious, you know, that's obvious. Yeah, It was that's so excellent.
0: creative and thoughtful and to see him interact with his friends. He was, yeah, I, I literally think I fell in love with him that day. I was like, yeah, this guy's really cool. <laughs> oh I, I would love have that's watched you take
3: ticket to the game, but we spent all our money on the hamburger meat.
1: For the, for the <laughs> yeah. That was it.
3: That was Grass it. fed, yeah, yeah. We just,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's I, very I, cute. What I love about that is I it like that. says a lot about both of you. Mm-hmm. It does. You, know, you appreciate you enta-
1: like a real organic effort mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah. just having you know luxury thrown at you. That's yeah. That's exactly.
2: Nice yeah. Okay. So, Andrew, your first impressions, and then how they changed.
3: Meeting Sean for the first time, she was on Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. And we went out to the Grove in Los Angeles. It's like a strip Mm -hmm. mall, there's like 40 different restaurants.
2: I love the Grove.
3: Uh, Yeah. yeah, You can spend a whole day there. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think our plan for that night was, and this was my first time in Los Angeles too. So it was either your idea or my idea. I was like, let's see how many restaurants we can eat at tonight. I think we ended up at like eight, but yeah. we got a crepe at one, we got like a shrimp cocktail at another. <laughs> and she was with a friend. I was with my brother guy who introduced us and every time she would be like hesitant, but then she would like crack a smile. Like there would be glimpses of this girl that, you know, had all these layers of, I don't know, reputation and expectations and whatever PR around her. Right. Mm -hmm, But then mm -hmm. I would see glimpses every now and then. And so that's what kept me going back for more conversation. Cause I was like, that's the girl I want to know. Like she's incredibly ambitious. I can tell she's like a sweetheart. I can tell that she's super thoughtful, but it's hidden under all this stuff. So let me see if I can actually get to the heart of it. So I don't know. That was my first impression was like a, just a sweetheart. Yeah. Wow, that's great!
4: I and a the stopper. effort. Yeah, the
1: effort to break through that wall. You knew there was something good behind. There. Yeah, you, you. I'm talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
2: Okay, uh, and then as you did break down the the layers of the gobstopper, anything surprise you along the way?
3: No, it just kept getting better and better. Honestly, so, like, and this is this is the reason why we started. You know, you named all the things that we do, but the heart of it is like we started the YouTube channel and doing all the videos because I truly feel and felt like when we started, the more that the world sees the Sean that I know, I feel like the better everybody is. So like everyone, everyone's better off at that point. So as, as I got to know her more, like it's great, obviously not perfect. And you guys know this, you've been married seven, eight years, but there's, you know, there's, there's beauty in, in that and understanding Mm -hmm. someone's uh, you know, hiccups that they have or idiosyncrasy. So. Oh. I enjoyed every second of it. Still, am.
2: I'm melting that's at that answer. Fantastic. That is the cutest answer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I need a moment. I, I,
1: I agree.
4: Okay. I,
2: I, <laughs> that I mean, that answer was so it's good. In the
1: Hall of Fame, Love I, Fest Hall of right? Fame.
2: Right? It's mm-hmm. like the, he he believes he's making the world a better place by
0: sharing you with amazing. It. It's, it's just that's a very poetic answer. Very. You don't poetic. even know it. Yeah, I think he knows he it. Speaking <laughs> of, he does know it. I think that's another reason why I fell in love with him on this technical, like the second date, but our like first official date in Nashville. He wrote me a handwritten poem. Wow. Yeah. Oh do, we still, I was like, like, do we still have that? We do. Was on like, paper it towel? Was it on paper towel? It, that one was actually <laughs> on paper. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. Burst. That's very sweet.
2: Okay. Now I have to ask how you two think you complement each other.
0: I was gonna say something that I love about Andrew is when we first met, um, Andrew was the most, and still is, just like the most fun-loving, adventurous, goofy, carefree guy I've ever met. Like he does not care what people think of him and mm. for good or bad, he's just, he is who he is. And he will challenge your opinions and he'll challenge your thoughts just because he's so strong in like who he is. And when we first met, I almost felt like I i don't want to say I was the opposite, but I was always so, um, and still am, worried about what people think and I care what people think and I'm reserved and I'm such a perfectionist that I hold myself back from trying anything new. And he's just such the opposite that he challenges me to step outside my comfort zone every single day, which I love, I think is a really good compliment. It's a great answer.
3: Thanks, you guys ever heard the song Mona Lisa by okay, Brad Paisley? Hey, Dude, the lyrics go, "I feel like the frame that gets to hold the Mona Lisa." Shut oh. it! Wow. wow. <laughs> no, I, <know>. <laughs> it. I
1: feel like,
2: like wow. When this is getting yeah, this on is, itself.
3: too much. I can't handle it. <laughs> I, I <know. laughs> Honestly, though, that it's, it's an accurate song for for you and I, though, because everyone's like, like, you know, freaking love you. And that's exactly how it's supposed to be. But I, I think in parenting and working together and dating and in marriage, like Sean is, um, well, I guess Glennon, and, Glennon and Doyle and Abby Wambach gave the analogy of like, you got a kite and then you got a kite holder. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Sean's the kite and I'm the kite holder where it's like, she's a dreamer and she is, you know, this is how I want to do things. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll figure out how we can actually make that happen. So I feel like we we got a good little thing going, whether that's in marriage, parenting or or business, right? Wow. Yeah. So
1: would you say that that you are the long snapper and she is the kicker?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That would... Yeah, that'd be correct. Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. You don't understand before we had you on today, earlier today, Andy kept showing me videos of long snappers doing what they do. He thinks what you do is the most fascinating thing. So
1: just to premise yes. this, Charlene is from Canada and even within the Canadian sphere, she is not super familiar I'm with
2: the. I'm not, ag- I'm not, am not a big sports, <laughs> I'm in the classical music yeah. world. Just like, explaining
1: I- like what a field goal was, was like, you know, that was a heavy lifting. Yeah. So I just, for our listeners, okay, I want (laughs) to, I want to, they may not be familiar with what you do, but Andrew is a long snapper and what a long snapper (laughs) does, you can, can, do you want to tell or do you want me to give the, I I would actually prefer your, I I think I can tell (laughs) here. I got a kick out of this. What a long snapper does is basically there's a field goal, right? The guy has to kick a field goal, sometimes to win a game, often to win a game, or it's a pivotal point in the game. and there is a guy who who places the football in front of the kicker for him to kick it into the field goal. But before the guy who places the football on the ground can get that football, there's a guy who has to, between his legs backwards, toss that football to that guy perfectly so that he can catch it and put it on the ground as fast as possible. Precision. Yes. Was that a reasonable explanation? That was
3: really good. You're, you're uh, forgetting, though, the punt side of things as well. So... The alternative to field goal snaps would be we also do the long snaps for punts. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But sorry, I just freaking made things You're right. You should have explained it. I already (laughs) already screwed up a very simple thing. Pretty much, if you're watching a football game and you don't know what's happening, if you look for the guy who's throwing the football upside down, that's what I did. It's like super (laughs) obscure. It's a very niche talent. And I had it. Okay. Wow. So I have two questions
1: which i'm sure you've been asked before but i would like to know number one how do you be i have three questions now that i think about it how do you become a long snapper <laughs> was long snapping relationship was long this is this is a segue we're gonna get right back to you guys um was long snapping ever a dream of yours and number three uh, just so our listeners understand and i think you'll agree with this long snapping is a very um thankless job to to yes. some extent in the sense that if you do it really well nobody cares mm. that's what's expected yes. if you don't do it well you You're are blamed. blamed oftentimes for the loss of the entire game so yeah. how so there's three questions one is how do you become a long snapper did you ever have sort of visions of becoming a long snapper right. and three how do you handle that anxiety that pressure yeah Charlene, do you, I mean,
3: do you care about this?
2: (laughs) I'm actually very interested because in a weird way, I feel like this is going to be really out of left field right now. But I'm an opera singer and I have a very niche voice type and I actually relate to everything he's saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually curious to hear the answer to this. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. So uh, how do you become a long snapper? I'll break that down. In two ways. How did I get introduced to long snapping? Uh, mm-hmm. That was through my father, who randomly was the long snapper at Purdue. Like he, oh wow, was a, a walk-on tight end, and then all of a sudden the team needed a long snapper, so he learned how to do it. And so because he did it, he taught me and my three brothers also how to do it. And he was like, "Hey, if you want to play football for a long time, you can get good at this, and not a lot of people know how to do it well." So oh, wow. good brilliant. At it. And then the other way I'll answer your question is how do you become a long snapper uh, professionally? I would say just like anything else, I mean, it takes absurd amounts of practice and mm-hmm. a little bit of luck, right? So that's, that's the answer to the first question. Second, I did not have dreams of being a long snapper and still <laughs> when people talk to me about my football career, I'll often just for simplicity's sake, just say I was a linebacker. I played mm, defense. Sure. Because that's what I always dreamed of being. Um, but I did have a dream of playing in the NFL And so the further along I got into that progression of, you know, playing college football and then I looked at the next step and was thinking about, okay, what would it take for me to play professional football? I was like, I'm not big enough, strong enough, fast enough to play professional linebacker or be a professional linebacker. So let me see if I, I think my odds are greater at long snapper. So that's, I had the dream of playing in the NFL and I did whatever I had to do to make that dream happen. Long mm-hmm. snapping was just the the vehicle to get there. That's a great sounds idea. like a
2: smart a yes. smart
3: decision. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Charlene. Um, it was. <laughs> and the,
2: what was the third question? <laughs> he's, he's the third getting,
1: question oh, is there Oh, I he's the guy who remembers three questions. Yeah, he totally. Usually, is, people totally are. when I
3: do that, they're like, "What was the third question?" <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so the the uh, the pressure of having a thankless job. I mean. At the end of it, it's funny. Like I don't even know if I considered p- being a long snapper like really playing football. It's such like a specialist position, just like punter, kicker, or long snapper. What I did, mm-hmm. if you if you watch a football practice, you're not even really th- th- that group of three people is not even really a part of the practice ex- except for a very small amount of time. Um, but I would, I would say that I didn't handle the anxiety well initially. It is a very nerve wracking situation where you're like, all right, well, my job, if, if I don't do my job, then the kicker can't do his well. Mm -hmm. Um, which honestly, I feel like that goes back to the kite and kite holder thing. Like that's kind of been my role the whole life It's like, I, I, I just got to do my job to allow someone else to, to, you know, really be in the spotlight and shine. Um, but I did, I mean, it was like, I was a train wreck my first year in the NFL. Um, and then was fortunate enough to continue having opportunities and, I think I, you just grow into the position uh, better and better. So I hope that answered the question yeah, that did. well enough. Very well.
1: No, yeah.
2: Very well. Very honest.
3: Yeah. yeah. And that, that was
1: a part of the compliment answer because did <laughs> okay. make the kite holder comparison. And I thought that was, that was apt.
2: I love those two answers to the compliment mm-hmm. question. So yeah. I want to ask now, uh, what is different about your current partnership versus previous ones? Like what makes it successful that you didn't have before? Or is it just a matter of meeting the right person?
0: I
3: no, <laughs> It's not.
0: I would say something Andrew and I talked about when we like on our very first date was we had both come from other relationships that obviously didn't work. And we had both been in pretty much like a long term relationship that we had just gotten out of. Um And I remember like on our first date, our first official date, we had a conversation where we both said, I'm, I'm not going to like, it's going to sound harsh to say, but we both (laughs) understood it. Like, I'm not going to change myself for you Hmm. from day one. I want you and like, I want you to be exactly who you are and I'm going to be exactly who I am. I'm going to tell you what I like, what I don't like. I'm not going to try to just impress you by changing who I am to make this work because we had both done that in prior relationships and it didn't work and we got tired of it. So how did we like, how did we say that?
3: Transparency? Yeah. Yeah. How think, old I were just you? Being at like, that time? Just being honest with each other, which, you know, I've, it's sounds so obvious, but yeah. when you're dating and there's like that excitement, I feel like me personally, I would, Oh, Hey, you like this band? Oh, Hey, so do I <laughs> now, you know, they're like my favorite. From, from music yeah. to food to, mm-hmm. you know, political or religious concepts, like mm-hmm. you can, you can easily morph into the other person's ideas. I feel like, uh, yes. and so from the get go, we were like, Hey, this is, this is how we're operating this foundation. And let's see if this works out. Cause I don't have time, Yeah. you know, it's, it's not worth it to try to fake it with you. So yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. how old were you at that time? I'm just curious. <laughs> Because that's very... I feel like you were young. Okay, wow. Oh, wow. That's very young to come to that conclusion. Because I feel like a lot of people dating in their 30s still do exactly what you're talking about, Andrew. Yeah. Sort of like... Yeah. yeah, Like, oh, I also love... I don't know. Going to the movies—that happened to you once. <laughs> totally. Andy felt baited and switched once dating. Somebody.
1: Yeah, I did. I dated a girl it was like, "Oh my god, I love movies. I love going to the movies." Well, nowadays people don't go to the movies anymore. But back in the 1930s, but the but she was she was like, "I love the movies. I love the movies. Everything." And then, like four months in, I realized she didn't like going to the movies at all. It was a total total sham. And uh, <laughs> it sucks, dude. It's terrible. That's
3: a, that is a core she issue. You yeah, have to get out of there. Yeah.
0: I will say. I don't think we had that amount of wisdom back then. I think both of us had come from heartache where we want, We wanted something so drastically different that we didn't at the time, either of us didn't have the amount of energy to like fake it anymore. We were just like, I just don't want that. So if we're gonna both try to be in a relationship again right now, I'm just gonna be like, this is me. So it was more out of just- Exhaustion.
2: <laughs> I, I'm still blown away by how young you were to be so mature and also so jaded. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 so, true. <Yeah>. so bitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I love that though. I mean, really, like, I'm not kidding. There are people who still need to figure that out after decades of dating. So now we're going to get to some of the meatier questions mm-hmm. of a love fest. What was yes. an early hurdle in your relationship? what what what
3: one of the things sean brought up to me was like she had this big down conversation she was like hey listen i want you to be aware of what you're signing up for when you're dating me She's (laughs) she's like there's social media and freaking pick like photographers and articles will come out and i was like okay well like i don't know if i'm supposed to like be scared about that but it was interesting because there would be people in my family group where they're like tabloids are not real a lot of times right they, they literally will just say ridiculous things for the clicks of it or whatever and there was one article that came out as Sean and I were dating yeah. that Sean was dating article. this uh Mark Ballas. Mark Ballas for like dancing with my the Dance stars partner.
0: partner oh yeah oh. and
3: and someone like emailed it to me in my close family group, they were like, did you see this? And I was like, so there was like a hurdle as far as acclimating my family, who I'm Mm -hmm. very close with, with the concept of, you know, whatever comes with her degree of fame, if you will. That
0: was a huge hurdle for me at the beginning because, again, kind of going back to the first impression, he, him and his family just had never been a part of that industry at all. And I didn't even, they were so, I don't want to say like, like pure and just, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know, just pure. I felt like I was going to corrupt him or corrupt (laughs) them or bring something tarnished into that family. And I remember it was very early on. I had like a panic attack. I was like, I need you to understand that if you're, if you're signing up for this, like what it can bring in. And he was just like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> there are haters and they are like all whatever all the stuff, but
1: So that's that's interesting yeah. because I was going to ask you, Sean, when you were dating, you know, guys before Andrew, and when you date Andrew, apparently your hurdle originally with Andrew was that he was too awesome immediately on the first date. That was a big problem. But <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, like you probably had some predisp- predisposition as to whether you wanted to date a celebrity or not. Like You probably were like, it's easier for me to date another celebrity so they know what's going on here as opposed to date a civilian. At that time, you were playing college football, I guess. You were in a NFL yeah. player yet, okay. yeah. And so by you, no
3: means was I a celebrity of the college <laughs> football.
1: So you were not even a celebrity of the college. So, <laughs> so you are a true civilian. So, did you have <laughs> a true civilian? Yes, it's a regular, it's old hardly a true, human, civilian, a, a, true but okay. civilian, basic human. So, no. Sean, did you have reservations about dating a civilian, for lack of a better yes. word?
0: I mean, okay. for lack of a better way to answer that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just because, again on either side of that spectrum, you have to be careful about who you're dating for intentions or, I mean, there's always hurdles no matter what, but that kind of celebrity status that the Olympics had brought afterwards, um, I did, I, I I, didn't really care if I dated a celebrity or what you're saying is a civilian, um, <laughs> but I wanted someone to date me for me. I didn't want them to be dating me because I was the Olympian or because right. of the dancing with the stars. And <laughs> when someone isn't a celebrity, I guess back then it made me question, right, right. what is your intention? And Andrew at the time played a very good game of like, it was very strategic, but it was also very intentional where he never asked a question. He never asked about the Olympics. Mm. He never asked about dancing with the stars. He never asked about being on Oprah or like all of these things that were so highly publicized. he never asked about it. And
3: she was on whose line is it anyway? And wow. I didn't ask about that. That's like my favorite.
0: So classic. I, to answer your question, yes, I was very <laughs> nervous about it and Going along with that, his family. I was nervous about right. them not being introduced to that industry to understand it. Mm-hmm. But they just continually continued to accept accept me.
2: Oh. Oh. And, um, as you got dating, were there any other hurdles or did it, was it just sort of smooth sailing when you kind of got those wrinkles out of the way?
0: Oh yeah. No. <laughs> is there <laughs> a lot so of hurdles? smooth sailing in, in mm-hmm. relationships? So we started out mistake? long distance. <clears throat> okay. That was definitely a hurdle. Um, I was living in LA and then I moved back to my hometown, which is Des Moines, Iowa, while we are still dating. And then I moved to Nashville two months into dating. Did you move that, to Nashville for uh, for him? Yes. Oh. That was kind
3: of a hurdle. Uh, that
0: was a hurdle, for sure. Like,
3: How so? I was I was in my final years of college <clears throat> and Sean was about to consume What the heck is yeah, happening? To happening, happening? My voice get, it out, <laughs> get it out. Get it out. There we go. Okay. okay. Oh my Sean god, you sound like a
2: different like, person. <laughs> Literally a different person. <laughs> oh
3: Gosh, that was <laughs> like a, That was terrible. a
2: Musinex commercial just now.
3: That <laughs> really <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> like where you sound you sounded um, literally like a different human being.
3: That's I'm, amazing. <laughs> I'm glad we got that taken care of. So anyway, she was, you know, moving with the expectation I thought of wanting to hang out any and all the time. And I was in classes, I was in football practice, and I also was like wanting to relish this last phase of college, which you know, you you understand. You only get that once. Oh, so yeah. I sent this long email about the hey. night
0: before I was moving out to Nashville, <laughs> yeah. he sent
3: this. I was like, hey, I'm so honored. Like I'm really excited with how the relationship's moving along. I just want to make sure the expectations are appropriately placed. I have XYZ going on, and I really value the friendships that I've built over the past couple of years. I don't want to just abandon them for, for this. Mm-hmm. What?
0: It was, it was a little bit rougher than that. So, <laughs> a little bit
3: rougher so,
4: than that. The Disney version.
3: In, yeah. Sean <laughs> sent back an email that essentially was like,
0: if you, I'm not
3: moving to Nashville for you, Andrew. And anyway. If you think for a
0: second <laughs> that I'm doing this for you, it was such like a terrible, like, you know, girlfriend s- move. I can see why you would feel
2: the need to say that though.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I, I always told everybody I was moving there for Vanderbilt to go to school. I had been accepted. I was getting ready to start. I had deferred college seven years because of gymnastics. Um, so I truly like had planned to go to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Um, but the real reason was obviously him. Oh. And I,
3: wow. I, I think a general theme of hurdles that we encountered, um, was, she, I mean, she was living a way different life than I was, right? Like she was on these TV shows. She was on Celebrity Apprentice. She was on whatever, like flying across the country, getting paid to do appearances and speeches. And I was, I had like four shirts in my college dorm room going to <laughs> college class, right? And I think that what worked for us though was even though we had way different styles of where we were, where we were at in life, we had a lot of, shared values that we discovered early on. And we like made that a priority to talk about. So one of my mentors said that, uh, you know, her, the only thing that matters are that she loves you. She loves your family, your friends get along with her and everything else is just style and style changes. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of been the case with us. Whereas Mm -hmm. like, you know, we, I graduated college and then we've settled into our own style and it's worked out.
2: Very good advice. Mm-hmm. Well chosen mentor. <laughs> okay. Next question. How do you two fight? Oh, I stole mm. your thunder. That's Andy's question. I
1: mean, it's okay. You don't have
2: to do humiliate me. <laughs> Andy likes to ask to, this question.
1: Are we about to see how
3: you guys fight? Of <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So how do you fight and yeah. how do you resolve conflict? What does mm-hmm. a fight look like?
0: <laughs> I'm an emotional fighter Andrew's a factual fighter. so he he takes all emotion out of it, which oh, I wish I probably could fuels both of our fires. Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Yes,
0: yeah, because then I bring more emotion and he brings more facts. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, we we work on fighting a lot. We work on we're constantly trying to like be better at it and be better communicators with each other. but I would say we're both very stubborn. So, we always, both
3: of us always want to win. I feel like the first four years of us being married were six, up, what are we? Five and a half. Almost six. Yeah. Almost six years in. So, the first four years of us fighting was like us planting our flag and like, yeah. this is my, and from my perspective, like <laughs> factually mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. And she was like, this is how I feel. And fortunately, <laughs> over the past year, we've kind of viewed, Arguments more as like a process, like Mm -hmm. that you're that we're practicing at. Like, okay, hey, we've been through this iteration of arguing five thousand times, (laughs) and we know how it ends. So, how can we actually change the outcome and like have her feel less offended and me feel less disrespected? So, Mm -hmm. we've tried to like really change, like change things up and practice it, if you will. Mm.
2: How do you do that in the heat of the moment?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: so uh, it's really hard.
3: You've been doing a good job at it lately. Thank by you. The way. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Um, oh, good
3: we've learned wrestling. a lot,
0: actually. <laughs> we've learned a lot, actually, from doing the podcast because we we talk to other couples on like how they fight and like tricks and tips, and we've talked to counselors and therapists, and I feel like we've just <laughs> learned a lot of tips of like different phrases you can use. Um, What's the most recent one? The most recent one we were taught was the story I'm telling myself. So like whenever you're in in an argument, you're supposed to, instead of saying like, I feel this way, you're supposed to um, basically tell your partner the story I'm telling myself right now is that you think I'm mad at you. So Mm -hmm. you're trying to like reiterate the fight basically. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So we just practice like saying different
3: we things? yeah,
0: yeah. Like, that
2: reminds me of that scene in you that we just saw okay. do you guys watch the show you no. no no we've been recommended okay yeah we we've been binging it lately but there is a scene where they go to couples therapy and then in the middle of their fight they're like the and then they like go they resort to this these you know these lines that they have on a sheet of paper they're like when you do this it makes me feel this <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah.
1: That's what our
0: think. fights look like right now cuz <laughs> we're trying to like work on it yeah. so it's always like
1: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you go to sleep ever Anger. unresolved? Yeah. yeah. Last
3: night, freaking last night. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh wow. We have first-hand information. Let's hear. It. What is the fight about? Let's hear. It. I want to hear the whole thing. So oh, it was a
0: ridiculous fight. We were driving home and he was driving super fast and I got mad at him for it. So I was like
1: Amazing. It's spe- like she half our fights. He
3: asked me to drive. So I'm like if you, you know what you get when I, when I drive, uh, freaking don't ask me to drive if you don't want it. <laughs> oh, I anyway.
2: relate to this. Yeah. Sean, I feel like half the time I, I don't want to say I scold or berate you, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, usually, I yeah, it's like a safety thing. I'm like, you're, right? we're biking around Manhattan with no helmets on. Can you please not J bike when like a truck is coming? Like, yes. not, I don't think fair. I'm asking too much.
1: <laughs> like like seventy, it it's seventy five percent of our fights are reckless vehicle operation or or a, or a messy apartment. That's it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, this <laughs> we would get along. Uh, we would really get along. That is that is right here. Yeah.
1: It is, so we're on the same <laughs> page, you and me. Yes, no, indeed. she.
0: Okay. Good, yeah. I was good. gonna say no, no. No. She and I are on the
2: same <laughs> yeah, page. No no no. And yeah. Yeah. no. 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 Here's the <laughs> thing: is I feel like if we switch spots and I did what you do you would be upset with I me i agree
1: doesn't matter i still would <laughs> <Never. laughs> That's I conflict resolution. That's how it's done.
2: I always say, if I just did what you did and J-biked and whatever. You're right. I, yeah. You
1: are right. And that's the way, actually, no, to be serious, that's what I do. I put myself in your shoes and I and I think that way. I'm like, would I, would, would I be happy if she was doing this? And I wouldn't. And it takes some time, but I get there. It's never worth there. it. There's always time to,
2: to drive and at Shaleen, a reasonable pace. You,
3: you just <laughs> accept him being like, yeah, I agree. I probably wouldn't like it if you did that. For us, I feel like we're still in the phase where it's like, we got to, we're going to hash it out. There will be a fight. And so if, if I like seed, like, at, yeah, no, that was actually terrible. I I was really dangerous out there. There mm-hmm. would still be like follow-up of like, well, fucking. <laughs> tell me more about that
2: it's like a whole coda about that it's like like a
1: slow like falling on your sword like you're just slowly being penetrated
2: it's a very dull sword Andrew
1: if I could give you one piece of advice and I was told this by elders elders from the old country the woman is always right just just your life will be easier always right
2: I, I mean, right. I while I actually kind of think that's right most of the time, it, that saying kind of annoys me because I think that it's just such a blanket statement. Like, it's well, taking it's, it's away it's also from the also passive aggressive. It's, yes, it's, it's from a long aggressive.
1: line of men who are like, oh, I give up. Yeah. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she is always right. She's always right. It's a fact. She's always right, except when she's wrong, which is like only 75% of the time.
3: Okay. Charlene, you're right in saying that that is a blanket statement that hey,
0: <clears throat> the other the doesn't... other man is back. OK, my bad. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> <laughs> it's like Jekyll and Hyde. I'm done. It's like yeah. Charlene. <laughs> you
2: know, it's funny is I actually responded differently when he said Charlene. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> who is that guy? <laughs> OK, so next question. And of course, you knew work was going to come up because I feel like if we're going to talk about your relationship, so much of your media empire is interwoven with your relationship and your family, like it sort of forces you to work together, like I think probably be on top of each other all the time. And it also puts your relationship and your family in the public eye. How do you guys navigate that? Do you think it brings you closer? Or is it another hurdle unto itself? What's that like at, at your level?
0: It's definitely been a learning experience, I would say. Um we started working together I mean pretty much right away. Like when we were
3: No, as soon as I got kicked out of the NFL. Yeah. So
0: like
3: we were we didn't get kicked, we were kicked engaged out. Of the NFL. As, as soon as we were engaged. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, let's I think that's it.
0: When we got engaged, we started working together and kind of documenting our whole life and it's definitely been a learning process because I think for the first few years, we had a really hard time doing that. We couldn't, we didn't know where the boundaries were. We didn't know what was considered work. We didn't know, you know, what is considered the office and what is off limits and what is, what is something we feel comfortable sharing of one another and what's too much. Like truly trying to find all of those boundaries took a a very long time. And that was probably a big hurdle for us, was trying to figure that out. And I would say now it definitely, it brings us closer and it definitely challenges us a lot. There's a lot of times where we're like I just need to not be in the same room with you for 2 minutes and oh, yeah. then we'll we'll be okay. But
3: do you guys ever feel like doing the the show together? It's like you just yes. unpack things <laughs> yes. that that otherwise we're fine not being unpacked. It's like gee, we we hash out every like <laughs> Right. You like, know I was going to say the F word. Yeah. No. I was like,
1: I was whoa, wrong. whoa, easy, easy. This is a family show, Andrew. Take oh, it
3: easy. Oh, I was not. So every that, fight would that be a first? Yeah. Oh
0: <laughs> that was. I had to say. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard him say that before. So that was.
2: I was sounded on the verge. I was actually on the edge of my it's seat. A dear Shandy like,
1: breakthrough. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> But Andrew, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the podcast can bring to the surface things that like, yes, maybe when you reach the other side, you're like, oh, that, now that we got over it, yeah. I'm glad we talked about it. But it was kind of unnecessary. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that it's a testament to any marriage. If you can work together and you guys work together, I would imagine you're working eight hours plus a day. So you guys are literally in the office, whether you're in an actual office or your home, you're in the office on top of each other every day working. It's a real testament to the strength of your marriage because generally speaking, working relationships are unbelievably difficult, whether with friends, acquaintances, family, whatever it is. So the fact that you've made it this far and you're Mm. still not killing each other is, (laughs) uh, seriously, jokes aside, it's a testament.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I have one more question and then we're gonna get to the game. Mm -hmm. And this question can either be short or long depending on what you make of it. Any beliefs about relationships that have changed now that you have this one?
0: I'll give. Go ahead.
2: No, go ahead.
0: I'll give mine. Um, I think before we got married, I like I probably like the majority of the world had this image in my mind that if you're marrying the quote unquote right person or the one, then marriage is easy and your relationship is supposed to be. Just kind of like this seamless thing that you watch in movies, and there's no like it should just be easy. Mm-hmm. And I, we both learned very quickly that it's actually the opposite. And I think it should be. Marriage is very, very hard. And mm-hmm. it's only if you work through like your arguments and those hurdles that you can come to find like a love that you can't otherwise find. I mm-hmm. think.
3: And I've Mm -hmm. said it
0: um, a lot that I wish more than anything we could get like married today Mm -hmm. instead of being married, you know, six years ago, because the person I was at the altar had no clue what like true love was. I don't know how to say Mm -hmm. that. Like I was obviously in love with you and I wanted to marry you and spend the rest of my life with you. But like the love I feel now is so much stronger, which I think is really special.
3: So we got, she caved, she caved oh to date me. Gosh. She needed therapy <laughs> uh, is why she fell for me. And she wish, wishes that we got married six years later. So Baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I uh no, we are huge fans. I feel like marriage is the coolest yeah. setup for a relationship just because of like the, um. there's a book called the meaning of marriage that talk, why do I talk weird today? What the, the meaning of you marriage mean, is like, that talks about like the unique aspects of marriage, like the contractual portion where it's like, you have the, uh, I guess leeway and understanding to have practice at fights and to like, Mm -hmm. like there's this understanding that, Hey, you're not going to walk away from this. So we, we get chances at doing this differently in the future. But my, my answer to your question would apply more generally to all relationships. Like I think I'm naturally kind of a people pleaser. I'm not, afraid of conflict, but I kind of tell people what they want to hear a lot of times or used to. And I feel like I've matured out of that a little bit, just seeing the benefits that being honest has in in growing relationships. And along with like being honest, you'll come to realization that you're not going to be friends with everybody. You're not going to date everybody. You're not going to marry everybody. Like not everybody fits in these different kind of genres of relationships, but being honest and there is a right way to do that. It's like respectful and you have to be very self-aware and cautious and like, you know, separate feelings from your, like who you are. But I just feel like honesty actually leads to fruitful relationships as opposed to, you know, trying to, Wiggle your way into a a, a best friendship, a, a dating or marriage relationship. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally makes sense.
3: Agreed. <laughs> cool. And
2: it's isn't it refreshing too to know that you're accepted mm-hmm. when you are that honest.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean you don't really get that in many relationships. Honestly. Wait, what
3: about you guys though? <laughs>
4: Nah, how do you, how do you nah, see relationships different
3: nah you don't get to do that
2: I it we're gonna move on to the game now sorry buddy no.
1: sorry it's a one, <laughs> way, one way street it's a one way street Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. alright it's now time for the dear Shandy newlyweds game oh. yay Yes. You guys were quick and intense yep. when you wrote your <laughs> yeah. answers.
1: I got my money on Sean.
2: Yeah, we both, I think, saw Sean. I mean, it, as we discussed, it takes it doesn't take not competitiveness to win a gold yes. medal in the Olympics.
1: Yes, we agreed that it, you actually have to be competitive <laughs> to win a gold medal at the Olympics. a <laughs> very yeah. long snap. None no, not any of that, guys.
3: Yes, no, did. forget about it. You just, okay. this
1: is- <laughs> no, you just have to have a father who is a long sniper. We <laughs> exactly. agreed upon that. So, uh,
2: No, I no. feel like we saw a side of Sean come out. She was like, oh, I got She's this. She's not playing She, she would say, I'm locked in after. Yes. yes. Yeah, it yes. was you Can't really- wait to
3: prove you wrong,
1: Charlene. <laughs> okay, we have okay. created an underdog here. Yes. Um, my prediction is. Oh, yeah,
2: Andy likes to predict I, I and he's sometimes right.
1: I'm predicting four. To three, Sean, a tight game.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Good luck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who should we who should we start oh, yeah. with? Let's go with Sean. I want okay. to him
1: come out of the gate strong.
2: All right, Sean, you're first. You okay. walk into a bar. What is your drink order? Old fashioned. Okay. Very classy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you Old get that? Fashion
3: was my answer oh, for it. Oh,
2: he got it. He very got nice. It. Very nice. Very nice. All
0: right. So, Andrew, you walk into a bar. What is your order?
3: Margarita. Uh
0: oh. Oh. I think mine, you tell me, I said grapefruit tequila girly drink.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that does sound delicious. Is
0: that that's the same like, thing? It's like a Paloma. It's the same
3: thing, actually. I, I, I'm, I'm going to
1: give it. Are we going to give that to? Her? <laughs> I what kinda, I, what I love most about this is how in, supremely confident Sean was when she put this answer down
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> um, She did get tequila a margarita. Oh, that's it's a, margarita. a close one.
1: It's like, I wish I, we had a we had like a survey. Um, she basically
2: I, described a Paloma instead of a margarita, which they are very close siblings. What
1: do you guys
3: think? Let's have a vote of all of us if that I'll give count. it to Sean. I, don't I know have to it.
0: Andrew, order a grapefruit margarita. And
3: honestly, that sounds pretty good.
0: So. <laughs> okay. So, so, so if a grapefruit
2: margarita were this on the drink list, you would order. Okay, such we'll give it to her. All right. Okay. I- <laughs> one, one. <laughs> all right. Question number two, Sean. When you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Orthopedic surgeon. Wow. Orthopedic surgeon, baby. Wow.
1: Oh, <laughs> Bravo.
2: I'm impressed. I am impressed. That's with that. so
1: fascinating. So that was oh, that yeah. pr- that predated your Olympic aspirations? Uh, yeah. How, aspirations? how old are you? Oh, yeah. Wow. I
0: so always you, wanted to be a surgeon. I always wanted to be a doctor.
1: So you wanted to be the type of doctor that would have been the best type of doctor for you to have as an Olympic <laughs> athlete. Literally.
2: Amazing. Yeah amazing wow that is so specific too as a i wouldn't have guessed
1: that that would have been like in the million guesses it would have been like in the (laughs) nine hundred (laughs) thousands.
2: it is also funny having an olympic gold medalist be like it's like what did you want to be like a
1: surgeon (laughs) because we debated asking that i was like don't ask that she was probably training when she was like three years old i was like but maybe she didn't want to be
3: an olympic (laughs) (laughs) athlete
4: you're right Uh, wow
3: actually for whatever it's what it's worth i don't know if you're fans of the onion you know that uh, oh yeah. come on Are,
1: i tried to get a job on the onion like 15 years ago i met the guy <laughs> i met the editor at a bar no. on the lower east side of new york and i literally was drunk i was like come on man
3: i'll send you 7 i'm telling you i'm funny i got this and he's just did like eh, yeah, yeah. i uh,
1: didn't get it
3: uh, yeah, I did. yeah. okay. the onion did a video on Sean training for the Olympics. Uh, it's it's worth it's checking terrible. out. It's hilarious. They terrible. liken it to like horse training. So it's like at the end they're like, yeah, no, we, they had, like we had it to, ta- to
0: horse breeding.
3: So like, yes, yeah, she broke her leg, so we had to take her out behind the barn. And
0: her
2: down. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it's
3: funny. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I mean,
2: that does sound. That's funny. pretty
1: good. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that <laughs> one up.
2: She's like, no, don't. <laughs> okay. Andrew, when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Football player. NFL player. Oh, okay. very
3: He's, nice. Wow. Clean well, I mean, win. mission accomplished.
2: Yeah. Yes. We're all tied up here. Yes. Very yep. tight. Okay. Sean, what TV show do you watch because of Andrew? Meaning you would not watch it if it were not for him. The Office.
3: Ah. Wow.
2: Andrew I said, doesn't look like you got that.
3: First of all, we don't watch The Office, but I want to, and she will not. Whoa. I said Documentaries.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, The, the Office with, is with, a
3: mockumentary. Is,
2: okay. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah she, he doesn't that was get doesn't
3: that one of stuff, but I do have Sean's. Okay. Locked in. This oh, is. Oh,
2: he's confident. Go yes. ahead, ask and, the question, Charlie. <laughs> okay, Andrew. What TV show do you watch because of Sean?
3: New Girl.
0: Really? Oh. What'd you put? A blacklist. Oh. I
3: was oh. reaching it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So you both you're both wrong. Still tied. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't watch. for her?
1: I wouldn't. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I would not. Hold on. Let's just keep. T- I want you guys to keep talking about this. We're gonna be quiet. Yeah. We'll keep, keep going with that one. I so you guys us. are completely wrong on this question. <laughs> I, we got- I have a, I have a feeling you were you you answered scared on this question. That's we my did. theory. Yeah. That was yeah. The best.
3: yeah. I I didn't like writing documentaries. I felt like that was not answering the question correctly. Yeah. Anyway, it was a tough one. It was.
2: Yeah, it was. All right, we're question still tied. number <laughs> Yeah, still tied. Yeah. Question number Tight 4, game. Sean, and you guys opted to only do one item for this. Mm-hmm. It's your last meal on earth. What is the one thing you order? Pancakes.
3: Frick! Oh, filet. a fillet. I thought steak for sure. You're a sucker for steaks. Am I, I wrong?
0: Pancakes more.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, That's a Good I think delivery you got me on this one. Dang, okay. Okay. I think you got. I don't know. Uh, oh.
2: All right, Andrew. How about you? If it's your last meal on earth. The one thing you order:
3: chicken parmesan.
2: Chicken parmesan. Dang. Oh. This is an exciting fight. We
1: really do need Bob Costas here. He's getting <laughs> tight.
2: <laughs> All right. Question number five. Sean, if you could have Andrew's blank, and we're going to use personality traits here,
0: what would it be? Carefree spirits.
3: I said self-confidence. Is that, oh. is that play?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: so think. <I> mean- <laughs> I kind of I kind of think he should get that carefree spirit carefree confidence. It, because you can't be carefree without self confidence. And you
1: can't be self confidence without being carefree.
2: Yes. Exactly.
1: I think we're going say to I, mean, I, I would
2: got would it. Say I think he got it. Yeah, you <laughs> shouldn't be rooting for him. But okay, if we gave you uh, margarita, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep,
1: yep, okay. Yep, yep, yep. This evens that up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Andy's getting excited. He's really hoping he's going to be right about his prediction. <laughs> okay, How? Andrew, if you could have Sean's blank, what would it be? Laugh. 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 Yeah! <gasps> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Wow. So Sean, that was your point. I am so impressed. That was very advanced level. Yes. The laugh? Holy I mean very (laughs) advanced. It it was a tie, wasn't it? it,
3: No, the final score is four to three. Disadvantage. It's four to to
2: three for you, Sean. You are the winner of the dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay!
3: Bravo, bravo.
2: Yeah. Very impressive. Well done. Pear. The pear question
1: is this more exciting than winning the gold?
2: Or? <laughs> Obviously.
1: <laughs> okay. let yeah. check it. Uh,
2: you guys, you guys were so, that was a very exciting game, and you guys were just such great guests. It's you like fantastic. Were. As I knew you would be. You guys are real pros. Yes. Thank you for Thank spending you. your afternoon with us. That, that was, was so fun. much
3: fun. Thank you guys.
1: Pleasure okay. to meet. Yeah. Yeah, Do you likewise. got anything else? Any any other things? <laughs> burning <No>. uh, we're <laughs> about questions to this you want us to ask you? Burning questions you want us to ask
2: you? <laughs> to
3: us to ask you? I just yeah. can't wait until the tables are turned. Oh, forever. no. The we're the ones questions. asking the questions.
2: Which they will be soon, yes. Okay, well, you guys, will set you free on this afternoon, and yeah. we will talk to you quite soon.
3: Very soon.
1: Thank you Thank so you much. Guys. See you guys. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thanks so much. <laughs>
2: Well, they were fantastic. Fantastic! What a cute couple. Cute. Yeah, there. I oh, uh, the thing about Love Fest is I always have so many more questions, but I really want to respect their time. But we didn't even talk about their two adorable kids. They just had a little boy in July, and I wanted to ask them questions. I know, about, but that's a
1: whole other Love Fest. That's why I you're always stingy with the time. I'm just like, just take their time. <laughs> let's inconvenience them let's talk they're, about everything they're
2: very busy i feel like their whole day is is like tetris level so i i didn't yeah. want to go overboard but ah uh, anyway the kids thing i really wanted to talk about it but anyone who's curious they have two young kids and, and two they, young kids. I, well they do they actually have a video called two under two. Oh, okay yeah like they have their hands full right now yeah god what a great couple they were oh
1: yeah I mean, it's really a fascinating story about how she she was looking for someone who was real, but not too real to seem like they were faking being real.
2: I think that if I were in her position, suspicious. I would be the exact same way. You'd be way. suspicious you would of be, everyone. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. trust anyone, especially spending so much time in L.A. and in in the public eye Mm
4: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: and i'm not trying to give la a a bad rap but i do think that that person exists and there are way more of that person than there are of him people who oh yeah would totally look past all that and just try to get to know her for her Mm -hmm. you know he did know who she was before he met her it's, it the, would be hard to completely ignore that about someone. When no, that absolutely.
1: Thing. And I don't blame her. It's just, it's just amazing how jaded she was at that point. To just <laughs> totally dismiss it and be like, nah, yeah. uh, that's not working.
2: Yeah, that's funny.
1: Yeah. I love the honesty there.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, they're great. Also, very exciting Neely game.
1: Oh, yeah. Good Excellent. guessing, Andy. Thank you.
2: How did you know? How do you know this?
1: I just I just get a feel it's I wish there was a place I could I could make actual financial bets on these
2: games.
1: (laughs) I feel I I get good good feels for these games.
2: Yeah. You want to benefit more than just bragging rights on our podcast.
1: I do. I would like to make money off the newlyweds game. (laughs) We should set up a separate online betting site for just the newlyweds game.
2: Gosh, they're just such an impressive couple. I just don't understand. I talked a bit at the beginning, but how do they do everything they do? And they have two young kids.
1: It's incredible. You know, it's really a testament to someone who has the 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 gall, I would say, to win an Olympic gold medal. It takes gall. Yeah. Like, it's really just on top of all the work.
2: Audacity. T-
1: audacity yeah. is a better word. You're yes. right. <laughs> on top of the work, on top of just the, the brutal, like, Backbreaking, just incomprehensible amount of work it takes the competitiveness, the c- calmness mm-hmm. under pressure, everything it takes to get there. And then that's now gone. Yeah. And then you have to replace it. And what does she replace it with? Like an empire, an empire, literally. I mean, it's a little, they have a coffee brand. <laughs> they, they, uh, unless I'm mistaken, there's, they have a gym now. Yeah,
2: yeah. At the end, they mentioned that they have a gym. Up it. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, I love how he answered the well, both of them gave such great answers to the how they complement each other question, but I really love how he worded that. And yes, we all, you know, were like, "Oh, it's so, you know, it is
1: funny, but poignant. It's poetic
2: to be like, oh, the frame for the Mona Lisa or the kite holder oh, for I the like kite, it. but I like it. It's I love, first of all, I, we love a good analogy here. Oh, it's
1: a fine yeah, analogy. Yeah, he really delivered
2: on the analogy front. But It's so true. You can see it. The proof is in the pudding.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: You can really see how they're each other's support. And like, if it really feels like he is the engine, they're just such a team. Absolutely. It's very impressive. There's
1: some real humility as well there.
2: That's, you know, I I do think that a lot of their success can be attributed to that though, Mm -hmm. because a huge part of, I think what makes a power couple a power couple is their relatability, their Mm likability, like how it's not easy to do what they do, share as much as they share and have people continue to come back for more and not be like, Oh, get over yourselves. You know what I mean? Like instead there it's like some of the stuff they share online is so moving and it's just so relatable. You can, you can see why they're, they've built this media empire. (laughs)
1: Yes, it's truly an it's, empire. Yeah, they I will impressive. say that is, if I've learned one lesson in life, if I, if I as, as an old man, which is not that far, I mean, technically, you know, like the old days, I was probably an old man. Like 50 years ago, I'd be an old man. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, he's cool. He's still young. Like, no. Yeah, I, in 1960, I'm an old man. But um, humility is if I had to go back in time And someone said, "Go back in time, just one thing. You got one thing you can change. It can't be like you know, I'm going to invest in Apple stock (laughs) in 1982. It's not that kind of thing. It's like one general trait about you. What would you change? More humble. It's the most. Wait, you would change. I would. I would become more humble. Oh, less pride, more humility." I think it's the most powerful trait
2: I dis- in humanity. Okay, I I understand the point you're making and not to go off on some tangent because we're trying to wrap. However, I think you already have too much humility.
1: Oh my God, really?
2: Yeah, because I think that your humility is uh, a, a side effect of your immense shame that you carry.
1: <laughs> okay, this has become something different than I expected.
2: <laughs> but I think that you possess too much shame and it's kind of, It turns into humility in day-to-day life. Hmm. And I actually think that it holds you back a lot.
1: (laughs) That's great. That's good to know. So what you're saying is, I don't need to go back in time. I actually achieved my dream of having more humility.
2: Yeah. But they're actually a great example of being humble and still putting themselves out there a lot. It's a great combination. I admire it. Wow, do I admire it. And
1: also when you put yourself out there, it often means that you don't have things that if you did put yourself out there would look terrible. I think,
2: I need to hear that one more time, sorry. sorry.
1: That's a little convoluted. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that in the act of putting yourself out there, you have to know that putting what you're putting out is not gonna be offensive.
2: Oh, yes. That's yeah. a good point, actually, that you're making. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I made a good point. Yeah, I think that I'm crippled by that, actually, yeah, by the, 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 the worrying. And she actually touched on that early on, too, how she is a lot more conscious of all that. And he just doesn't he doesn't give a flying... F.
1: (laughs) Freak. Yeah. Frick. Frick. He doesn't give a a
2: flying F. Does not,
1: no fricks given. Yeah. No fricks given about what people think. That's
2: such a a special skill. Anyway. And she is a force. They're a great couple. Loved them. All right. Do you feel good then Andy on that love fest? I do. I do. All right. Let's wrap. Do you want to try giving the wrap instructions?
4: I do.
1: Okay. I would like to try this. Okay. Okay. So if you liked what you saw today. You can like us. No,
2: no. You can keep Dear Shandy in business.
1: Uh <laughs> Okay. Take two. So if you liked what you saw today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking us on Instagram. Liking us on Instagram?
2: <laughs> liking us everywhere. Just liking Just us. Just generally liking us. a lot of likes <laughs> yeah. all over the place. Yeah. If, if there's a thumb up to be tapped. Yeah. Or a heart.
1: A heart or a thumb. Yeah. Up.
2: Yes. Yep.
1: Hit that. Uh-huh. And leave us a nice iTunes, uh, iPod, uh, I, Apple, <laughs> Apple, iTunes, Apple, iP- Apple podcast, podcast review. Apple podcast.
2: Review and rating. Yeah.
1: Review and rating. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yes. And do whatever it takes. There,
2: there's also a certain bell.
1: Hit the notification bell and subscribe. Subscribe yeah, yeah, yeah. on YouTube. Yes. And do whatever it takes, whatever, <laughs> whatever it takes. And I mean, <laughs> I literally mean whatever it takes. To keep a f- small, and comparatively small, small, yes, yeah, um, but but quality hearty qua- quality <laughs> yeah. respectable, yeah, podcast yes. and business,
2: very good. I I think yeah, that had way more charm than when I do it. Really, yes.
1: Yeah, yours is a little cold.
2: Yeah, it's a little too mechanical. You really had, there was true heart and spontaneity just now. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well done.
1: Yeah, I I think it was, um, it showed true humility. (laughs) (laughs) Or lack thereof.
2: All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye.